0: Well, British Columbians that are living with brain injuries and brain injuries related specifically to substance abuse will now be able to access specialized supports through what is being called a first of its kind program in Canada. It's the Vancouver Coastal Health's Cognitive Assessment and Rehabilitation for Substance Use Program. And joining us now to talk more about this is Karen Barkley, Director of Mental Health and Substance Use at Vancouver Coastal Health Richmond. Karen, thank you so much for being here here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Uh,
0: how is this different than say for anybody that has a brain injury that needs help and needs medical attention?
1: Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, what really makes this program stand out is that Rather than focusing at the outset on maybe the other skills related to why someone might be using substances and talking about changing substance use, this program gives access to a really robust neurocognitive assessment from neuropsychologists, occupational therapists, and addiction psychiatrists to understand brain function. So people who are using substances or have used substances in the past And want to understand more about the impact on the neurology in their brain and how that's showing up in their thinking skills, memory, and attention can have an assessment with us and get a deeper understanding of their specific uh, impairments and strengths. And then we work with people to apply those to practical aspects of their daily life so that they can actually engage better in some of our more traditional and still available counseling-based substance use support services.
0: Okay, so is it, though, is it targeted at people who have had a brain injury related to substance abuse, related to overdose, or is it also or more about why somebody is using drugs or using illicit drugs?
1: Really the former, Jill, yes, somebody who has mild cognitive impairment or suspected uh, brain injury. So we're really looking at the mild end of the spectrum of brain injury. So when you think about brain injury going all the way up to uh, a very severe brain injury, which would require, you know, a around-the-clock healthcare support, uh, we're focusing on the end of the scale that we would refer to as mild cognitive impairment. And I want to, uh, you know, really uh, say that mild cognitive impairment is really not mild in the life of somebody who's experiencing it because of the impact on really important uh, skills like reasoning and attention. So, so the way this might show up for someone is that they've got difficulty with planning or problem solving, uh, maybe even difficulty with visual depth perception, struggling struggling to judge distances, it can be hard to go up and down stairs. And where we really notice this showing up is that people would drop out sometimes of our uh, traditional substance use programs And there might be a risky assumption that that person might just not be interested or ready to participate. And it could be an undetected uh, mild cognitive impairment or mild brain injury. And that's the space that we're really trying to focus here on on helping clarify that for folks and uh, get them on the right track.
0: Is it because we're seeing more people who are being brought back with with, um, naloxone that are suffering brain injuries from repeatedly overdosing
1: and coming back? Definitely. That is an impact for sure. Um, when somebody has a, a non-fatal overdose or survives uh, an overdose, uh, there can be a period of lack of oxygen. Um, that's what an opioid does. It can repress your respiratory system and cause a lack of oxygen to the brain and your other internal organs. And that, of course, can have an impact which could be mild and, and difficult to detect. With repeated overdoses, certainly the, the risk goes up. Um, multifactorial risk increases, and as people are surviving, which is which is good, we obviously want that, there can be a cumulative effect over time and will part of the
0: program be education about that and the dangers of not only uh, continuing to use illicit drugs but the fact that it can lead to brain injury?
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, the program is focusing on the assessment and and individualized planning and programs for each person, and uh, depending on their readiness. So something that's uh, really important is that we do welcome everyone at every stage uh, of their journey and we're not limiting access to someone who's already stopped using substances because we do see this as an opportunity, just as you say, to start that conversation. And if people have the opportunity to better understand that they might be having, say, a memory problem, we can work with them around strategies about compensating for that memory issue that might help them actually participate more and they might feel more confident uh, attending a program that would help with curbing their uh, relapses towards using substances in the future, for example.
0: How will you recruit people or, or get to the people that might benefit from this the most?
1: Well, I think it's really uh, in, in three different ways. I mean, we open, openly accept self-referrals. So uh, if you're a person who's finding that you're forgetting appointments, you know, having difficulty making decisions, um, and have a, a history or current use of substances, and, and also not just opioids, still also alcohol, um, has a huge effect on the brain. So really we're open to anyone who uses any substances and is noticing this in themselves and would like to receive access to a really supportive, a welcoming environment where we would perform these assessments and work with you. Self-referral uh, at the number 604-204-1111. Um, we also uh, accept referrals from healthcare providers. We don't require a doctor's um, referral, but we, we welcome folks to identify individuals that they might be working with who perhaps are having difficulty following through. They have a high desire uh, to participate in healthcare, but are just having difficulty showing up and maybe there's a you know, suspected underlying brain injury, we would be happy to receive those referrals as well.
0: All right. Karen, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me.